Hi everyone, welcome to episode 9 of the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Today I am with Sophie Radcliffe. Hi Sophie, how are you? I'm great, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I feel like I can give you a really good intro from your website because, I mean, I try and run five kilometres a day, but you've cycled from London to Paris in 24 hours nine times. You're a two times Ironman Wales finisher. You've completed the Three Peaks Cycle Challenge and there's lots and lots of more things um, that you have done, which are absolutely incredible. So I thought it would be good if you could really introduce yourself, let us know what you have done um, and what you are doing now. Sure. Well, thank you so much for inviting me onto the podcast today. You're welcome. My, um, so I'm an adventure athlete and a blogger, but it didn't always used to be this way. Um, about five years ago, I quit my job in London. I was business development uh, manager at London's fastest growing technology startup. So I had a whole career in sales, working behind a desk, dreaming of another life. Um, and actually, I, I loved, I loved, um, I loved building my career in that way. Um, and I learned so much, and I was part of really entrepreneurial businesses. Um, and I loved like growing businesses and building teams and company culture and everything like that. But from the moment that I first started my job as a recently graduated. Um, 22 year old just moved back down to London I knew that this was not the place that I was going to find out who I really was and what I was really capable of doing mm. and I have ever since I was a child had this inner drive to explore basically just to be curious about who I am and why I'm here and what's possible in life and I, I you know as a kind of a graduate I was like right this is it I've, I've, I've graduated from uni I've got my whole life ahead of me I really want to figure this stuff out and there I am sitting in this office job and just thinking, this is not it. So I actually turned to the, I turned to adventure and I thought, I know if I, um, I've got all this energy, so why don't I find a challenge and I'll train for that and um, that will give me something to focus on. I had no idea that my first challenge, which was this adventure race in the jungle of Borneo, was going to completely and utterly change my life. Um, but that's what happened. And uh, from there onwards over the next kind of, eight years whilst building my career in London I was going out on my weekends and evenings and I was learning to cycle and cycling London to Paris in 24 hours and I was doing triathlons and then I decided I wanted to climb mountains after seeing a, a picture of, of Mont Blanc at sunrise and I went to climb Mont Blanc and, and all of this just um, created this amazing spiral whereby I was kind of going out and doing these challenges and, and really practicing resilience and practicing courage and drive and and every time I'd go and push myself, it gave me this opportunity to strengthen my belief and realize that I was more powerful than I thought and I could do things that I thought were impossible. And then that made me raise the bar and challenge myself further, not only physically, but also in the workplace. Then I would go and, and try and go for a job promotion or have the courage to leave situations that weren't good for me or just really basically just fight all the time for, for the life that I thought that I wanted. And um, and. Anyway, so about five years ago, at the age of 27, all of that whole journey culminated with me one day quitting my job and um, I kind of had reached the end of the road there and I wanted a new, I wanted a new opportunity. And I also dared myself to believe that there was another way that I could live, that perhaps I didn't have to do a job that was working for somebody else that I wasn't particularly happy in um, and that maybe I could go out there and redesign my entire life and that's what I set out to do and that was the start of Challenge Sophie and this absolutely insane journey that I've been on over the last five years. Wow 
Wow, wow, wow! Well, it's it's amazing to see what you what you have done. It's also amazing to see what you, what we can achieve when we push ourselves to our limits. So, you know, credit to you in terms of what what you have achieved because it sounds absolutely amazing. And are, are you doing anything training for anything now, or do you have anything any plans? I am not actually training for anything right now. I do train every day. Um, I love training, and um, I'm training hard because in like in my job right now. Um, things will come in like last year I had three weeks notice to go and do world's toughest mother which is a 24-hour tough mother race in the desert in Vegas oh wow and and so we ran like 50 well I ran 50 miles during that race I was on the go for 24 hours and I did over 200 obstacles so I made a commitment with myself a long time ago that I wanted to be fit for having these things so that effectively if I wanted to go and do a marathon tomorrow or something like that, that I know that I could just do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I could go and do a marathon tomorrow, but mm-hmm. so, who knows? It could be an interesting challenge. So, um, yeah, so it's, I'm actually going cycling London to Brighton tomorrow. Um, I've got a lot of stuff coming up, but um, generally having done these sort of endurance challenges over the last five, you know, 10, it's been 10 years now it's built up a huge endurance base for me mentally and physically. And, and actually, I I personally find that mental element of pushing yourself to the limit of managing your body and your mind and overcoming stuff so incredibly interesting and so 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 powerful. And you mentioned in terms of you know energy management, you know we have that from a mental and and physical perspective. Is there anything that you've learnt in terms of managing your, your energy, or or that you think you could share with us that you know people could take away because. There are people, you know, who will be out there who will want to train as much and, you know, who do struggle with those things. So what would your sort of advice or, or tips be for people in terms of managing work and then also trying to, to train as well or, or just trying to stay healthy, really? Absolutely. I think that for me, energy management is is everything. It's It's actually what I kind of structure my entire life around. And I definitely, definitely don't have it perfect. Like since quitting my job, it's been so, um, so full on trying to, to build something from nothing. And, you know, I'm in a really great position now, but it's taken blood, sweat and tears. And, you know, you when you build your own business, you'll, you know, you basically just say goodbye to your life for a few years. Um, and uh, and I'm kind of coming out of that now where I'm able to sort of take a bit of a, a more structured approach to things rather than just like constantly hustling to make it all happen. Mm-hmm. Um so I do think about energy management a lot. And, um, you know, for me, it's it's the small things as well as the big things. It's actually like last weekend, for example, I took a digital detox and I spent 48 hours with like no no communication with the outside world. It was just with one of my friends and we didn't even speak to anybody else or use phones or anything. And it was so fantastic just to actually put a stop on everything because I think we're constantly bombarded with information and we don't. And it's great, and especially people like us, because we're driven. We want to. We want to grow. We want to learn. So we're constantly kind of, um, you know, engaging and 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 taking in all this information. But I find like, it, it, where's the end? Where does it stop? Where does it stop in you constantly thinking about what you should be doing? That's more, you know. Mm-hmm. And and for me, energy management is is about actually just having that conversation of going enough is enough like what I can do is enough rather than constantly thinking I'm not doing enough um and so it comes down to things like you know making sure that I'm hydrated making sure that I have enough sleep um I'm very careful about you know 
people as well there's a lot of people that we can spend time with that are mood hoovers or that you know just require a lot of energy and and you know and I, I love to give a lot of energy I do a lot of motivational speaking and in all my blogs and and social media I give a lot so I also have to make sure that I create situations for myself and I hang out with people that that either give and enable me to just completely relax or you know are not always sort of taking to um and so yes it's, it's all of that and I think it comes down to just constantly sort of learning and, and figuring out okay you know and what's right for me and what's not and also just not being afraid to say to yourself or just to make decisions about your life about what's not working for you mm. and that's you know it you don't we don't have to do it all we don't we like we our lives are busy because that's how we decide for them to be but if if it's too much and if we've not got enough time and we feel like we're constantly running around we're not enjoying it and we're stressed then what's the point you know don't be afraid to cut things out and to stream things back and say, I can't do that. It's not a problem. No one's going to think you're a bad person. And I guess it's having that that self-awareness and, and, and being honest with yourself. And I guess there is a lot of pressure people that, well, pressure the people on themselves in terms of getting things done and, and trying to achieve stuff. But it's you know, it's fascinating to, to see what you do in, in terms of those those different things. And I, I, I'm interested to know, you know, you, you've done all these incredible challenges um and pain has got to be something that that must come up um within them and i know that you know what i've read in your blogs and people have spoken about you know you have this thing called the pain cave <laughs> how do you how do you feel that you deal with pain because you can have everyone deals with it differently and you know you've done so many of these things what for you has been sort of important factors that helped you to overcome um some of those barriers yeah, I, I love the pain cave, <laughs> to be honest. I personally think that it's so interesting. Like, take running a marathon, for example. Basically, most people can, and, and most people who run a marathon get to sort of mile 21, like fairly, or like let's say mile 18 to 21, like fairly effortlessly. Like, honestly, when you're running, you feel like this is not effortlessly. Of course, it's hard. But it's actually when you get to that point, it's it's like, it's almost like you've got to go through that initial period and then that's when stuff gets real and it happens to everybody. It's like in a mar- in a, when I did an Ironman, for example, it def- doesn't matter how fast you run or how fast you run a 10K or half marathon. What matters is can you keep going in the last half of the marathon? Because mm. that's when everybody's dropping like flies. And, uh, and, that, and that for me is like when you get into that pain cave, you've got to be able to be so resolute in your drive and your determination because it's this constant um, management of, I, I feel like the mind and the body is a machine and you're constantly oiling it and managing it. So when I'm when I'm doing an endurance challenge, I'm always checking in with my body and my mind the entire time. It's like I'm just going round and round and round and I'm just making sure, like, is my mind going to be able to, you know, when I get in there and it really, really hurts, um, am I going to be able to keep going? And I've got lots of tricks and tools to do that. Um, but what? But the most important one really is knowing why you're doing that and why it's important to you personally to suffer that out. Mm. And for me, I, I've i always wanted to be like, ever since I was a child, I I kind of, I got raised by some, you know, my mom is a really strong woman and, and my grandmother. And they've also all dealt with a lot of kind of trauma in their lives. And I saw that that was something. And I always knew as a child that like, I wanted to be somebody that could, be strong enough to deal with the curveballs that life throws us. Hmm. 
And I think that's why I like these endurance challenges because it puts your body and mind to the absolute limit and you have to find a way out. And when you do, it genuinely feels like you've broken through this barrier that elevates you to a whole new level in life. And then the next day, you take that with you. You are that person. You are the person that overcame that incredibly difficult situation. And it becomes part of your armor and who you are. And and I found like, for example, when I used to do like London to Paris in 24 hours bike rides on my Friday evening. And then I come into work on a Monday morning and I just felt kind of invincible. Hmm. I, and, it, and you're just like, okay, come on world. What, do you, what have you got for me? Because I'm gonna bat it right back at you. <laughs> and, and that's what got me hooked. I was like, this is so powerful. This is so powerful. It, and it, it sounds like a lot of those challenges that you do are, are something that, you know, sounds like a build your resilience in some ways that it's it's constantly sort of building that fire and, and keeping that drive going. And there, are there other things that you do to, to personally build your own resilience or develop your resilience? Well, that's a good question. Um, you're absolutely right. It, it absolutely is building your resilience. And, and um, what do I do to build them? Well, I do a lot of these challenges and... I over the years, you know, obviously, I mean, you, you know, you said you, you, you know, you try and run like 5k a, a, a day. And, and I can remember very clearly when I first started trying to get fit and I was, you know, three mile run for me was like out of the question. Mm, yes, I indeed. mean, you know, so you, you start and I think that's the magic as well is sort of seeing how you progress over the years. And, and, and you know, I don't want anyone to listen to this, this podcast and think, gosh, this is absolutely crazy. I can never do those things because when I when I first met the founder of K, Planet K2, I literally thought he was like my absolute hero. Finding out that he did eight Ironmans was like I've never heard anything like that in my entire life. I was like, <laughs> how is that even possible? You know, and and then and then you know a few years later you that you find yourself doing one, and that's just the magic of life is that we meet people that inspire us, and and we realise actually. If they can do that, why can't I? Anyway, I've gone off topic. Sorry, but I just remembered how inspiring it was when I met Keith, and he's been such a, a huge inspiration to me. And I just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, no, I think it's I think it's important. I think having those having the right support, but also finding people who do um, inspire you and who you can look up to is is very very important in terms of that drive. And in terms of drive, where where do you think you get your motivation from? That's a really good question. I think that my motivation is intrinsic. I am very motivated to find out who I am, what I'm capable of doing, and to live my life in the best way possible. Um, I've had this one life live it philosophy since I was 18. And actually, when I was 18, I was on my gap year in Mexico. And one day I got a phone call from my mum and she said that she'd been diagnosed with breast cancer and she survived but it was a huge huge curveball for me I was there you know not really caring about too much of the world just 18 living my life and all of a sudden I realized the most important person in the world could be taken away from me in the blink of an eye then anything can happen Mm. and I was like I just don't want to miss a single moment of actually grabbing life with both hands and making the most of it and I'm not someone that sits around complaining, you know, I do something about whatever it is, I get on, I hustle, I work, I get to the bottom of stuff, I like throw myself into the deep end all the time, because I just don't want to waste time sitting around complaining or wishing that things were otherwise, you know, like, we all do have power in our hands. And, 
I think that the more that you can, the more that you can prove to yourself that you can do the things that you once thought were difficult and scary, the more that you believe in yourself. And you asked me the question about how do I build resilience and how do you build motivation and all these things. The answer for me is very simple. You have to go out and do the things that you think are hard and scary. Hmm. You know, it's the only way. You're not going to feel more resilient or motivated listening to, to me on this podcast or reading a book. You literally have to take your life into your own hands and go out and create challenges for yourself because afterwards it's a game changer and it's i guess that's where that you know the element of discomfort and, you know you know being uncomfortable is is quite important in the sense that we learn so much when we experience those those aspects and it is about constantly pushing yourself and it seems that that's something that you know you've done for for a number of years which is which is incredible to to see and do you have any advice for people who might struggle with that in terms of that maybe they fear it or 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 struggle to to actually achieve that absolutely i think um you know it's about creating the right kind of challenge for you and and also for me challenges i obviously my arena has been these physical endurance adventure challenges but you know for somebody else the challenge could be creative or it could be entrepreneurial it could be you know something completely different but whatever it is it's, it's that commitment to you and your life and to taking those baby steps every single day. I think that's the thing. Sometimes we can get wrapped up in these big goals and set all these big goals and then they're just intimidating and we don't know how to do it and we lose motivation. And it's like, you've constantly got to have this sort of vision in your head in the future. It doesn't even need to be perfect. I've never had, I I hate, my, my most dreaded question is when people say, where do you see yourself in five years time? Like, what? How are you? you, No, it's impossible to answer that question. (laughs) And, and, you know, but I do have a clear vision of, like, what what I'm aiming for in terms of how I want to live my life and the type of person I want to be and what's important to me Mm. and my values and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, And also what I'm doing with Challenge Sophie, like, what my messaging is, how I want to champion the change that I'm passionate about in the world. I have a clear vision about that, but I don't have a clear vision necessarily about how I'm going to achieve it and have all those steps marked out. So I think that's the thing is that sometimes you've got to you've got to take these risks. You've got to just like in my TED talk, I talk about um, creating your own map and having the courage to, to do that. When I quit my job, there was no map and I was absolutely freaking out. And then I realized, you know, I've literally jumped off the cliff into the middle of the ocean and I've got to figure out how to swim and I've got to find which way I'm going but it's kind of like that's the exciting part of the journey and it is terrifying it's not supposed to be easy it's not supposed to be safe and secure and that's why I love the concept of challenging yourself because you get to practice in your own way voluntarily things that are really difficult and scary and in some ways it's it's a matter of just you know doing it and and as you're saying it's, it sounds like just experiencing those you know emotions which are, are are difficult to experience and and seeing what happens and i guess there is an element of risk taking being creative and, and trying different things but again it's, it's it's amazing to see what what you can do and what you have achieved and i think people be inspired to, to see and, and try different things themselves I, I wanted to to ask about um you know you've done so many challenges that they're i'm sure there have been times where maybe there's injuries have happened or um knockbacks what's been the biggest sort of challenge for you that you've had to overcome great question um so 
when I quit my job, I went kind of hell for leather. I was like, I literally felt like I'd bunked school for the rest of my life. That was the feeling that was going on. Um, hmm. And I was like, do you know what? I'm, I've done this, made this audacious decision and I'm just going to go for it now. And so I had this idea for two years to do this expedition that I called the Alpine Coast to Coast. And I thought this is the opportunity to go and do it. So um, the, the challenge I set myself was to climb the highest mountains in the eight Alpine countries and cycle between them. Wow. And it, it, nobody in the entire world has done this apart from me. Um, wow. And um, that really, really, really was an absolutely magical and, you know, incredible life-changing part of my life. Um, it took me 32 days to do it. And there were so many setbacks during that time. And one of the things I loved so much about it was that there, I was very living in the now and I think that's the thing that we that I get personally from just being outside and being on adventures is that you live completely in the present and you're not always thinking about you know all the stuff you need to do and inboxes and all those sort of to-do lists and everything so I find it really great for that um but there were a lot of setbacks and I basically fell over um and hurt myself when I was halfway up Mont Blanc and I had to come down and then go back up another few days later. And by this point I was ill and it was minus 15 on the summit. It was really, really bad oh, weather. And, uh, you know, the thing is when, when those kind of things happen that I just have this conversation with myself, like that was what I, I set this challenge for myself because I wanted to see if I could get out there day after day after day and perform. And being able to perform under pressure when you are exhausted, when you are tired, when you don't want to be there, you know, that is the crunch time. And and I think that for me, this whole thing of sort of resilience and motivation and, and, and one of the things that I talk about on social media is confidence is like a muscle. The more you train it, the stronger it gets. Mm. And that's what I just think is this missing link that is, in my opinion, that got completely missed out from my education. Like nobody, people talk about practicing and getting good at maths or you know, writing essays or playing the piano or doing sport. But nobody once spoke to me about how you have to practice confidence, how you have to practice resilience and motivation. And really, those are the most important things, how you have to learn how to manage your energy and you have to practice that again because it comes with skill. And, and you know, but energy and motivation and courage and confidence, they underpin our entire lives. You know, they, are, they are the cornerstones of who we are. And, and what we do with our lives and how we feel about ourselves. And that that really has been my journey. And then now I've kind of turned um, everything that I've learned into, you know, building a career about, around it. And I've launched the Trailblazers Initiative for Teenage Girls, which is all about building confidence and courage. Um, and so I, I just think that's, that's the really interesting part of it for me is that I've learned that these things that are important to me, I have to go out and practice them. And I just found a great way to practice them that also meant I could have some really great adventures at the same time. Mm. And it's great to, to see that the stuff that you are starting to, to do in schools and you know, you're right, it is important that we do start to build those, those skills. And I think more places are doing that to help, um, you know, younger people with things like emotional and, and mental health um, and well being. So it's, it's fantastic to see um, the work you're starting to do. And again, I'm sure people will be fascinated to, to you know, learn more about what, what that is. I've um Sophie I've 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 just been inspired this whole time because you you've done such incredible stuff and there's so much to to take from this podcast that people can learn and and use within their own 
um, performance in a number of different um, environments. It's just fascinating to see what you have achieved and how you have done that work with resilience, building things such as confidence, managing your energy. Um, so it has been a pleasure. So thank you very, very much for your time. Thank you so much. I've loved it. And, um, you know, I've absolutely loved working with um, Planet K2 and the work that you do. I think it's fantastic. So Brilliant. I'm excited for our next podcast. Yeah, thank you. And um, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that through social yes, media? Or... Absolutely. On social media, I'm at Challenge Sophie on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Um, my website is www.challengesophie.com. So it's all very easy. I love hearing from people. I love hearing about your journeys and any questions that you have, whether it's something to do with one of the challenges that I've done or something you're training for or some way you want to change your life, then, you know, I'd love that. And if you want to have a look at my TED Talk as well, it's um, Achieve Your Extraordinary. Brilliant. Well, um, I'm sure people will definitely get in touch. But again, Sophie, thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks um, to everyone for listening. Hopefully we'll be back over the next few weeks with our latest episode.